I had found recently uh, in the back of my cupboard, you know how things will get pushed to the back of yeah. the cupboard, but I had found a jar. And of course, this stuff only gets better with age, though, but yeah. a jar of apple butter I had bought at the Hemingway Pfeiffer oh, gift shop really? with you, and it had on the jar, it was it was homemade by somebody in the area, and it was wonderful. I just finished it over the weekend, but it had on the jar a quote from a letter from Mr. Pfeiffer when his daughter was married to Hemingway and they were living in Paris about how the apple crop had been particularly good that year yeah, and they were yeah. making apple butter yeah. and they were canning apples and said, we will have plenty for you when you come, which I, I thought it was nice to have the Hemingway quote on the actual jar well, of, of course, apple as, butter. As, from as you know, apples Hemingway. were a big part of Arkansas economy at that oh, time. Oh, you go up to northwest Arkansas. Uh, in fact, as, as you well know, because our whole Arkansas Humanities Council has been there and toured, uh, but at the Shiloh Museum in yeah. Springdale, there's a very nice exhibit of the apple industry yeah. back around the turn of the century when uh, early 1900s when Arkansas was the leading apple-growing state yeah, in the country. Sure yeah, And you can still buy Arkansas black side of the road. Some folks yeah. still have them. And there used to be a guy, in fact, it was outside of Ravenden towards opposition community uh, who still made sorghum molasses mm -hmm. and he had an old mule and would uh, you know walk around the mill and and you would drive up to his house and he was never there uh, most of the time he wasn't there but there were the jars of molasses and you just put the money in the in the little jar he had there and take your molasses and I think he's since passed away some time ago I'm not sure how much of that locally done is uh still happened. You, you may remember on Highway 62 as you headed out of Harrison toward Eureka Springs and you go through the Banta Orchard there yeah. and they had a restaurant yeah. right in the orchard and yeah. uh, talk about traveling the state with my dad and we would always stop for a piece of apple pie and um, and then he would buy cider. My dad loved apple cider yeah. and yeah. he would bring cider. That was that hard cider? No, 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 no. no. We were Baptists, I told you. <laughs> Nothing hard about that cider. <laughs> no regular cider, but he did love it, and we would we would bring it home. But that was always an apple pie stop, which I enjoyed uh, very, very much. My, but yeah. the apple orchards are becoming more and more rare, as, oh, are, yeah. as are the peach orchards are down in southwest yeah. Arkansas. Nashville used to be one of the top yeah. peach-producing centers in this part of the country. Jonesburg. Ballinaw was the strawberry-producing yeah. center for this part of the country. You know, you and I were on one some adventure, and we went to Wynn. Mm -hmm. You know, Wynn, still, there's still peaches Crowley's there, Ridge but peaches, not, not as yeah. many as they used to be. That was a nice orchard where we stopped. Huge orchard. Oh yeah, we got just big. Baskets bought it out of the front yard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. those were those were excellent. Yeah. Uh, I still see the one lady from Wynn comes to the farmers market and sells the peaches, but most of them are actually most of them are local. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Conway and mm -hmm. Cabot and. Uh, but back when back when they shipped and. Uh, in Nashville was a huge area, obviously. There were some pretty big peach orchards over also in southwest Arkansas near Amity that we used to go to. But then if you got into east Arkansas, they tended to all buy Crowley's Ridge peaches, yeah, which yeah, did tend to be did. from the wind area. There used to be a yeah. big orchard right there and going into Jonesboro between Bono and Jonesboro. And you'd see trucks on the side of the road, and that's how they advertised them, right? Yeah. Crowley's Ridge a peaches. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were they were uh, fantastic. Uh and, you know, there used to be an open market there at Clarksville, right, where the Walmart is now. That's true. That's true. And I don't know. And then Clarksville, again, another peach center, and there is still some commercial peach production there. Now, a lot of it has gone to pick you up, pick your own, but 
one of the great uh, benefits when I was representing University of the Ozarks is that they would bring those fresh peaches to us every summer. If I left that job, I don't get my peaches anymore. But yeah, Clarksville, Crowley's Ridge, Nashville were all peach growing uh, centers, but the main peach festival is the one that is in that is in Clarksville. Yeah. In fact, Mike Huckabee took office on July the 15th of 1996, and I went with him on the first Saturday. The first Saturday he was in office in 1996, he rode in the Johnson County Peach Festival Parade, July of 96. <laughs> Never forget, that's where we spent our first Saturday. And uh, it was about 105 that day, Paul. And, of course, I was new to the governor's office, and we had an old veteran state trooper, Bubba Stotts, uh, that was assigned to the governor. And Bubba, uh, you know, I'm trying to be official new aide to the governor. And, like, do we walk alongside his car like you see the Secret Service walking alongside the president or whatever? And uh, uh, So I asked Bubba, I said, now, while the governor's riding in this parade, what exactly do we do? Oh, Bubba looked at me and he said, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to sit over here in this air-conditioned state police car. <laughs> Governor was on his own. Yeah, he, as hot as it was that Needed day, he was, gonna see, yeah, he was going to sit in the air conditioner. You know, you talk about ready to leave. food sometimes we don't see anymore. Of course, my dad loved uh, fried salt pork and wilted lettuce, which you don't see that on the menu. Oh, I, I love salt pork, but he, and which I can which do my grandmother that. in Benton used to fry up all the time. But dad... Uh, liked it was his mother made his favorite pie, which was a buttermilk pie. But all the buttermilk pie that you see today, and all the recipes, it's it's almost like a custard. But this that uh, his uh, my grandmother made was not that way. It was almost liquid. I mean, it would run out, and it was just seriously buttermilk, and it was fantastic. And my sister and I have tried to duplicate it, and Sherry's done a pretty good job. But it's still you never you can't find the recipe. We're just kind of making it up. But those are some of the things that. They're lost with time, I'm afraid. I'm sure there are others, but the last place I know in a restaurant that you can actually order salt pork is our old friend Jeans and Brinkley. He's, yeah. he's got it on the menu. So yeah. You can get bacon or sausage or ham for <laughs> breakfast, but you can also get salt pork for breakfast. You yeah. know, there, there's a restaurant, it may still be here in Little Rock, that they served, no, it was a sort of a buffet thing, meat and three, but you walk through the buffet and just three or four items. But on each on the table would be a big stack of what we call light bread. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't rolls. It wasn't yeah. corn. It was light bread, and that's what yeah, you it was ate. Wonder bread, yeah. Wonder bread. That's what you ate with everything. Now, north up at northeast Arkansas, we had Ideal. Okay. Out of Batesville. That out was, of Batesville. That was yep. our, that was big our Ideal bread. Bakery right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you don't see many places now that's now. Of course, uh, Sims Barbecue serves. Oh yeah. There's on light bread. Yeah, they There's certainly sandwiches. do. Well, and so does uh, Last Jones. Last will bring you. So in. does Jones. Yeah. Well, His sandwiches are on light on bread. On light bread, yeah. yeah. Which I and like it on light bread. Not on a bun. Not on oh, a bun, yeah. Absolutely. No, my grandmother, she, she, my grandmother in Benton, she never heard of buying a bun. I mean, you ate <laughs> you ate hamburgers on light on bread. On light bread, yeah. yeah. You, you did a beef patty. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, one of my favorite was she would do, Paul, we've talked about this before, she would do actual sausage sandwiches, get the fresh brown sausage and pack them into a big patty the size of a hamburger Yeah, patty yeah, yeah. And, and do it on light bread, yeah. too. There's sometimes I think that was when, my grandfather's favorite, the sausage sandwich rather than a hamburger. Well, uh, of course, BLTs are a favorite of ours, and, you know, you traditionally have that with a nice toasted piece of bread. But I like mine without toast, mm -hmm. not toasted. I just like plain light bread 
wrap it around a three or four hunks of bacon. It's just hard to beat. Are you a mayonnaise man on BLT? I like mayonnaise, yeah, absolutely. See, I typically, if, it, if they're homegrown Arkansas tomatoes, I want nothing to dilute that. So I will typically, when I go BLT, it's actually a B&T because I don't bother with lettuce. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. add that extra water in there, yeah. basically, <laughs> what that is. I, I will just do the light bread and uh, do the tomatoes and do the bacon, and that's it. Now, Rex, no, no, you... no mayonnaise and no lettuce. Now, here's one. another test about the Arkansas authenticity. On your fry, fried bologna sandwich. Now, I know mm-hmm. you have to make the four slits in the bologna so it yes. won't curl up. Uh-huh. But the question is, mustard or mayonnaise? I can do both. You I know, can do both. I yeah. like to mix them. Do now, you? Oh, okay. yeah. Now, my wife says that's just uh, uh, a sin. Now, when I took just regular like cold-cut bologna sandwiches to school, when I would occasionally take my lunch to school, that was always mustard there. Yeah, yeah. But a fried bologna, yeah. which you can get... Uh, what is the famous restaurant in Mina? Skyline or Sky mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Skyline or something like that. You yeah. can get a extra thick fried bologna sandwich. Slice of bologna, yeah. Which is hard to beat. Well, they used to have an event that was uh, that was bologna event called the Koi Po'boy Supper, which was again <laughs> one of my favorite old annual events. But a guy named Chicken Jeans. Uh, out of England, Arkansas, ran that event, and when Chicken passed away, unfortunately, the Pope. And Mr. Clark's mother lived between Imboden and Annieville. Back at they called it Jaeger Holler, and she lived out there with her two daughters. And Miss Clark was classic old mountain folk. She had war bonnet all the time, had a big double barrel shotgun that she'd kill the critters with. But she had pet animals, pet deer, and she would get up every morning and make biscuits and gravy for the dogs every morning. But she could fry up squirrel mm. with gravy oh, and biscuits. I like you just squirrel. could not yeah. stand it. And she made a, a cake in a skillet, a sweet a sweet cake that I've never had anything like it. It was just classic old Ozark eating, uh, and I'm sure that all left with her too, I suspect. But well, I, I, I love the fact that... Um, you know, Gene Dupree, speaking of Jeans and Brinkley, still has for invited guests. Of course, you can't sell it because it's wild game, but yeah. he'll kill so many squirrels. He'll have the squirrel dinners for invited guests there in the back room at Jeans, and I still like it. I do regret that the era has passed, and the old guy, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. We just called him the Squirrel Brain Man. But uh, this was the gentleman I've told you about before who was in his, about in his 90s, I think, and he would bring his own pliers from home and his own ice pick from home. And they would fry the squirrel heads for him. I'm, I'm, do not make this up. They would fry the squirrel heads for him. The heads would be mixed in with the other parts of the squirrel. But he would usually get the heads. And he'd take the pliers and he would crack them. And then he would take the ice pick to scoop the brains out. Yeah. And then eat those straight off the ice pick. Oh. And he was the squirrel brain man. We, we knew him as. So. <laughs> Well, I've never had and I, I never went there. My dad loved brains and eggs yeah. now. He said, yeah. you know, the hog brains you would do when well, you kill Well, my dad hogs. used to sell brains at the yeah. store uh-huh. from like Armour or somebody from yeah. Memphis or Jonesboro somewhere would yeah. sell brains. Like, but I would take some of my quote-unquote city boy friends from here in Little Rock <laughs> over 
to that event and watch their expression as they watch the squirrel man brain, <laughs> the squirrel brain man eat. But well, he's gone now. He is he has passed on to the big squirrel nest in the sky. And I, I suspect his boys didn't continue the tradition. No, I don't, I don't, think, I don't, I don't even think they bothered to fry the heads up anymore. <laughs> well, Those aren't even in there anymore. You know, I spent a lot of time behind the meat counter at McLeod's Grocery, as you might uh, imagine from work there once I got old enough to, to uh, make money and, and uh, work, which by then was probably 10 years old. I'm not sure. But one of the things that has lasted, it, in, in one sense, may have changed my life, was my father taught me how to cut up a chicken. And, you know, we cut up the chicken with a pulley bone. So it's mm-hmm. a little more detailed, a little more intricate. But my dad could cut up a chicken in nine seconds. Wow. I mean, he was good. And the, the best I could do was 15 seconds. And my wife claims that that was the thing that really sold sold it on our relationship when she saw me cut up a chicken in 15 seconds. Now, and your family was pulling that pulley bone to see who, quote-unquote, got married first, is there, or was it something else? Well, no, it was luck. It wasn't married Oh, ours was, was see luck. who gets married first. I guess that varied from family to family. And you know, you, you have to know how to get to the pulley bone. Oh, yeah. You can't just, like, there it is. You've yeah, gotta, exactly. You've got to know how to do it. Exactly. People would come in and say, now, Shelby, I see this uh, chicken, 25 cents a pound. Uh, is it cheaper if I don't get it cut up? And Dad said, no, same price. We cut it up for free. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when they got the um, this wrapping machine where you would have the cylinder of clear plastic wrap with the little plastic tray things and put the chicken in and wrap it up and then seal it on a hot plate, that, uh, mm. a hot pad that would seal it to it, and you'd have these uh, so-called protected uh, cut-up chicken. Yeah. And you had to know how to pack them, too, to be able to get it all in there. You know, I I have to make a confession now, Paul. You know, I lament the loss of so many of these small-town independent restaurants we talk about. And 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 I'll often use the line now, instead of going to those places, people are now going to a convenience store and getting things from under a heat lamp in a convenience store. But my confession, guilty pleasures... I tend to love fried chicken livers from a convenience store. I just love them. Get a bunch of them and eat them in the car. See one of those little gas stations with a Chester's fried chicken sign? Dodge store. Yeah, yeah. Hot dogs from a Dodge store. Yeah, yeah, but get those chicken livers. An old friend of mine from uh, Oklahoma. He's actually uh, on the Cherokee Tribal Council. And I've run around the country quite a bit with him. And uh, he would always say, Agiosi, which means I'm hungry in Cherokee. But he traveled so much that he knew in his job, he was with the insurance company, that he knew all the good places by exit number. He said, now, over hmm. in Tennessee, exit 122, that little quick stop there has got the best hot dogs. Wow. <laughs> Wherever you were going. Because he traveled he so traveled much. He traveled so yeah. much. He had them by exits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, you know, you're probably right. A lot of those, if you go to the one at uh, Newport where you get off, mm-hmm. you know, you can continue on with the new road, yes, but yes, that's uh-huh. weird because you're going the opposite direction to get to Poxy. But right, anyway, right. so we still turn at Newport go ahead, and go through Tuckman. Yep. But uh, that store there, that Exxon store, they cook their own stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Deep fry the chicken and mm-hmm. they've got to actually, you can do a heck of a meal there if you're. If you want to. Boy, supper went away. 